0: Welcome into the PHNX Nine Devil Show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totry joined by Shane. Shane, a very busy, busy morning. ASU football news in regards to the investigation this morning.
1: Yeah, um, it's finally happening. We've talked about how it's kind of been pushed aside and no one really talked about it during the season and Kind of as I reminded Sun Devils fans throughout the entire year, uh, kind of pump the brakes a little bit on what's wrong with this team. We d- nobody knows. I mean, there there was a lot of stuff obviously going on behind closed doors. Uh, the players and the coaches are the only people that know what's happening in the locker room, and clearly that was true. I mean, this this isn't something that you know they were just fired and people resigned this morning randomly. Like this probably had been talked about for a while. Um, it's now just getting to the public and where do we go from here?
0: Yeah, that's really it. Just to get into the, the big points this morning. So the three ASU coaches that were put on administrative leave, um, in August wide receivers, coach Prentice Gill, secondary coach, Chris Hawkins, um, and then tight ends coach Adam Brenneman, Brenneman resigned Monday. The other two were fired, um, In mid-January, again, this report coming from Sun Devil Source. And then Zach Hill, ASU's offensive coordinator, resigning after two years um, in his position. So a lot of shoes to fill now going forward. Is this something that we had expected that it would come down, this many coaches would fall kind of at the hands of this?
1: Um, I was expecting a lot of these kind of smaller, you know, running like positional coaches, yeah. Um, Because those guys were talked about as people inside of the rooms where the stuff was going on, you know, traveling outside during COVID restrictions, what have it. But the Zach Hill one is really kind of the one that sticks out to me, obviously, the offensive coordinator, because all of these guys um, that were either resigned or administrative leave, what have you, they were all kind of expected to have their interim guys fill in and you kind of assumed that they were done but Zach like Brian Billick probably isn't going to step in as the full-time offensive coordinator so maybe it's a Marvin Lewis kind of thing as we were talking about earlier but it's it, it, that that's like the biggest shock to me cuz mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 just a bizarre morning
0: yeah and i mean before we get into to more in the the nuts and bolts of that report just going off of what you said in regards to Billick, and where does ASU kind of go from here with the OC position? Uh, that's a big position to fill um, at this point. Spring ball right around the corner. Um, a lot's been made of Jaden Daniels and his last season coming to ASU. So it, there's a lot on the line with these next um, next couple months, next couple weeks, uh, and it really. Now that we've seen kind of the back end of this week versus where this week started with ASU football in regards to Brian Billick, um, it, it makes me wonder just a tad of how much that was a conversation in Billick coming to yeah, ASU, hundred uh, percent, because that's definitely something you feel like if if you're Brian Billick, that's something that you are probably asking. Uh, but in regards to more of that investigation. Um, again, according to the report from Sun Devil Source, Antonio Pierce and Herm Edwards were aware um, and were, I guess, a part of local meetings with recruits. So this is still without um, without punishment from the NCAA down to them. So it, it's this still feels like it's just the beginning of what's to come. For Sun Devil football down the line, would you agree?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about the offensive coordinator and Zach Hill being gone now, that really stinks. Is you have a guy in Jade Daniels who had his his play caller, you know, for the last couple of years and really got comfortable with the system, and you saw them kind of find some success in the middle of the season. You know, there were some drives that stymied and some games that weren't really working game plan wise, but I thought. This year, especially, Zach Hill was the best that he as he was in the past at play calling. I mean, you saw some pr- really creative stuff, and and I, I feel for Jaden Daniels because now he has to transition to a completely new play caller, and that's not something that's easy. It's almost like your head coach being replaced. Like mm-hmm. this is the guy that you game plan with for the past couple of years, and now 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 you got to change everything up. So that that's the thing that I think hurts the most. And yeah, it's the start of, it's the start of everything. I mean, this is without, this is just internal stuff. Uh, we haven't seen what the NCAA is going to do in terms yeah. of, you know, sanctions or anything on Arizona state. And that's, that, that's almost imminent at
0: this point. Yeah. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, big breaking news for ASU football, a handful of coaches, Prentice Gill, Chris Hawkins, uh, Adam Brennan, Zach Hill, no longer with the program, some have resigned. Some were fired um, January 21st, according to a report from Sun Devil Source. Other news this morning in regards to Sun Devil football, again, with the coaching staff, Bobby Wade and Justin Wood promoted um, losing that temp status. <laughs> uh, so that that is a positive note for those guys coming out of this. How do you feel in regards to that spin, right? Obviously, this morning with the multiple reports of, okay, Again, the big news, we can agree on Zach Hill, offensive coordinator, no longer with the program. Um, ASU trying to push that in the corner a little bit and bring out, hey, but these guys are now promoted to full-time, full-time positions. Do you think that they can step up and fill such a big role kind of right off the bat? Or do you think, again, it's just kind of a waiting game to see who officially replaces them?
1: No, I mean, they were interim guys. I mean, I they'll 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 be able to to get the job done. I'm not really worried about that. It's just it, it's really the glaring hole and your recruiting being affected so much. And not only does do do does ASU football have to focus on who they're going to replace at these respective coaching positions, if at all, mm-hmm. but they also have to remember that there's no really stable recruiting class after you have to replace like half of your starters. Yeah. So this feels like a changing of the guard for ASU football even though Herm is still at the helm. You just got to speculate that this is not the end of it.
0: Yeah. And and the big thing that I want to emphasize is how important recruiting is now in college football and just the the true incentives um that, that I mean that it is for some of these coaches to let's see So what did Hill do? So according to the report that I've got in front of me, um, allegedly these coaches were to have had meetings with local recruits, um, not during the sanction time period that they were allowed to. Um, So, and it's not just Hill, the amount of coaches that it seems to add up to is kind of frightening in regards to Arizona state it doesn't seem as if many coaches followed the rules in regards to the NCAA report. Um, so that's what Hill did again. So same, the, ahead.
1: the, uh, the school is notified by the NCAA concerning Hills involvement with all of that. And on Thursday, Hill met with his attorney on um, this coming from the Arizona Republic. And they, the findings that were shared by the school led to Hills resignation. So, um, just things coming up right now <laughs> that i think this the school and the ncaa kind of assumed but um you're just you're you're getting real concrete evidence now and i think that's what's leading to what's happening
0: yeah and again these are all like shane had mentioned internal um decisions so far the ncaa hasn't released or handed down um, any punishment yet for what's gone on at ASU in terms of the recruiting allegations. but it is it is frightening when you look at just the sheer amount of hearsay uh, from these reports in regards to, okay, the NCAA investigators are aware that Herm did this, Antonio Pierce did yeah. this, Zach Hill did this. Um, it, it seems like from the top down, in regards to ASU football, this isn't just a one-person thing, yeah. um, which I think separates itself from maybe and, other investigations.
1: And for all of the ASU fans being optimists, thinking maybe it's not as bad as everyone thinks. Maybe, you know, there was just a couple of missteps here and there. Clearly, now you realize that it was bad. There, there were multiple violations committed and the NCAA assumed this and now they're finding it. And the fact that ASU has to deal with it internally makes it, you know, clear that there are fireable offenses and uh, sanctionable offenses.
0: Yeah. And I want to get again back into what you had mentioned earlier in regards to what this does for recruiting moving forward. Right. Like it's I think it's become more relevant now and pertinent now over the last 10, 15 years, how important recruiting really is in the whole grand scheme of things of college football. Um, so this definitely hurts, right? This has to hurt recruits going forward, looking at Arizona state of, uh, okay, well, this investigation is happening over here. Probably not the best place to go.
1: They're already at such a bad spot with how many starters were leaving. Cause you got so many guys back last year, you're, you got some transfers that left. You know, you, most of your star guys, aside from JD and some some guys on defense, um, are gone. Most of the guys on defense that started are gone. I think it's half of yeah. them. So now, that's a tough task. Those are tough shoes to fill without being under investigation, without having so much around the program. Yeah. Now you're thinking about it, and you're like, okay, we're we this Sun Devils team needs x y and z but to get x y and z you need to have a strong recruiting class and to have a strong recruiting class you had need less noise around you and asu has a lot of noise around it right now and that's without scholarship sanctions that's without you know everything else we don't know and i guarantee there is a lot about this here is something that we haven't touched on ray anderson (laughs) what what, what does he see in this how what, what did he hear where where was his Viewpoint. Did he know a lot about this? Did he allow this to happen? What do you think Ray Anderson's involvement in this,
0: if at all, was? Um. So, again, nothing that I've seen or yeah. read has put Ray Anderson at the forefront of this, has put his his job on the line. Um, so I, I personally have no idea what his involvement was. I would probably like to personally not speculate yeah. on his in this. But as I sit here, we are well aware of his friendship with Herm. Um, so for me, it would be difficult with their friendship to just kind of assume that they didn't have any involvement at all. But like Jacob saying, I imagine with all this coming out that at some point, Ray Anderson um, or the university as a whole will have some sort of statement on Sun football.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, he might not have know about this at all somehow but you just got to think a lot of there's a lot of tension with ray anderson among sun devils fans um not liking certain hirings and such and thinking you know that he isn't the right guy to be the ad of asu and now this happens so all people are going to talk about is ray anderson for the next couple weeks i feel like
0: yeah again if you're just joining us a lot of breaking news in terms of the NCAA investigation into ASU's recruiting allegations, a handful of coaches, most notably offensive coordinator, Zach Hill, um, no longer with Arizona state. That leads me into kind of my next question, Shane, as far as the the university or the team kind of self-imposing some restrictions on itself over the course of the past season, um, Antonio Pierce not permitted to travel for recruiting purposes last year. What do you think that does in terms of do you th- like do you think that has any impact into what the NCAA's final investigation and final punishment is?
1: See, it's the it's the thing again. We just don't know. We don't know how bad this actually is or how bad it actually was. <sighs> the the th- people were speculating that they would try to self impose a bull ban this year which i you know i'm indifferent about but I, we just don't know how bad this is going to be we don't know if they're going to get you know 10 less scholarships for next year or they're going to get the death penalty we just don't yeah. know so i i don't know how much that does you know maybe it's just saying here let's sacrifice this so maybe they'll be come down lighter on, on, the Sun Devils, but yeah, just, yeah, you just don't know.
0: Yeah. I want to, I want to go back to Max question real quick um, in regards to, is it more concerning if he, if Ray Anderson didn't have any idea what was happening um, or if he did know what was happening in his program? Again, I'm not going to speculate into whether or not he did or not. Um, but I think from, from my perspective, if he didn't have any idea, What was going on it would surprise me and i think that would be almost worse than him knowing what's going on what do you think yeah
1: probably i i i just uh, yeah (laughs) there's i have a lot of thoughts about this (laughs) i have a lot of thoughts about this it's it's hard not to assume that he didn't know yeah but you just don't you don't you have no idea and There have been crazier things that have happened, you know, that you you think about the Sean Miller investigation and how it was kind of pushed away for a second. And then all hell broke loose. Yeah. Kind of getting notes of that right now.
0: Yeah. 100 percent. ASU's own version um, of that. And I want to make note just how important this is in regards to the future of ASU football like yes a handful of coaches no longer with ASU um, but that's not really where it ends Um, that's really just the beginning of what this means for the team moving forward you figure a new offensive coordinator um, likely means a new offense that I mean with guys already struggling um, and trying to pull off some wins and hang on to some games in the Pac-12 like this hurts. That's without even mentioning the recruiting downfall of all of this. There is just, it's a lot. As Crazy. the,
1: as the resident optimist on this show, I do, I do want to say, although I was a fan of what Zach Hill was doing for most of the year on offense, clearly it wasn't enough to get wins with as good as a defense ASU you yeah. had or enough wins. So maybe it's not the worst thing. You know, maybe somebody else comes in. Brian Billick advises somebody or he does step into the role somehow. Yeah. And it changes the offense. Well, it will change the offense. And it changes the offense in a complete way and a, and a good way for that matter. You know, I, I don't really know why Zach Hill would have – would would make Jaden Daniels not be able to throw the ball deep <laughs> and accurately. I don't know. Think he had an effect on that, but yeah. maybe the next person that comes in can help that. Um, yeah. So there are there are silver linings in this. You just you need to get players now, man. You you need to really focus in on getting your transfers and ASU. Although under so much noise, is still a you know attractive place to play football at, and yeah. that's been the talk of why. Like why ASU can't get recruits in the first place? Why isn't it a, it a huge school? Why is it a sleeping giant? Why is it this? Maybe now you can kind of leverage that and be like, look, we have we have all this stuff going on, but look, it's still ASU.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's th- more more of the Sunnyvale source report that I, I just want to get out there in case people aren't aware of it is that the expectation is ASU will have um, – more restrictions in terms of recruiting the expectation is a reduction in the number of scholarships they allocate um, toward the 85 limit as well as fewer official visits recruiting travel days so kind of building off the self-imposing issues or the self-imposing restrictions that asu kind of put on itself um, the expectation is that the ncaa will hand those down but I think if you're looking from ASU's perspective, right. Kind of doing this, going in advance of these restrictions by the NCAA, you're trying to almost find a way to make it work in anticipation of what's to come.
1: Yeah. And it, it, it's sounding like, um, that Billick will not step into this role. Uh, that's what, that's what people are saying. Another name that I've been hearing, um, is, uh, uh, running backs coach Sean Aguaro, it's, th- th- he's been talked about being promoted in certain ways, whether it be uh, an offensive role rather than just a positional coach, maybe OC. Um, so that's a name to keep an eye on. But they're probably expected to figure out – They, I mean, they have to hire somebody in the next probably 15 days.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think an interesting uh, total side note, if Sean is the way to go, then – I mean, it it would make sense in terms of you're trying to change the narrative a little bit or you're trying to brighten up the story a little bit. You've got a guy that went from coaching at Chandler High School to becoming the running backs coach and then potentially the offensive coordinator. Um, That would be a real feel-good story for ASU in light of all of what's happening. Um, so
1: Obviously... We don't know a lot. Nobody outside of ASU and the NCAA knows exactly how bad this is going to be. How bad do you think – how long do you think this is going to take for ASU to get this off its back?
0: To get it off its back or before we hear like what's coming down from the To NCAA get
1: it off low? its back. Because oh, this is
0: a long time. This is, this is something that I can imagine recruits will be asking about and, and maybe not even recruits, but – if you're Herm Edwards, right, and I'm sitting in a recruits home, it may not even be a topic of discussion with the recruits. But you got to look from a family perspective, right from a parent's perspective, trying to send their young adult trusting that this program is what's best for their son. How can you look someone in the eyes and tell them, you know what, Arizona State is the best place for your son after you've got this looming investigation over your head. So I think with a lot of these investigations, it's not necessarily a timetable as to how long it gets off their back. It's which university next has an investigation or a scandal that kind of takes away the attention from it. So I think that's what's probably going to be the situation here for ASU. I don't think it's necessarily a timetable. It's what university screws up next.
1: Yeah, um, people are mentioning two to four year thing plus an initial two to four years until we're anywhere near. The- yeah, I I, I mean, seen crazier things happen, but it's yes. not just a matter of when; it's a matter of how bad.
0: Yeah, and we and we really don't know. It's similar to the report today or leading up to today, up until this morning, there wasn't a whole lot of updates in regards to the NCAA investigation. But now, kind of. All at once, you've got Bobby Wade and Justin Wood being promoted. You've got secondaries coach, wide receivers coach, let go. You've got the offensive coordinator, Zach Hill, no longer with ASU. So it kind of all happened at once in the way this has kind of happened. Um, if we're just looking at the, I want to say schedule, but kind of the pattern that's following, we'll wait a little bit. ASU will hire an offensive coordinator. Um, If they're taking any route that they have in the past, it'll be somebody that Ray Anderson is familiar with, uh, because that seems to be the route that they've gone as of late. Maybe someone with former NFL experience um, in regards to coaching or playing. Then I imagine it goes silent. I imagine it goes silent through spring ball. And sometime in the summer, we hear another big four or five things come out in regards to the actual investigation itself or, again, ASU kind of self-imposing uh, some things here or there. Yeah. So.
1: I think the only thing we know is that ASU is c- kind of ahead of this as they had already ha- hired a defensive backs coach before this happened. They already knew kind of what was going to go on. So I-, I would assume they already kind of know who their-, their main guy for the next OC job
0: is. Yeah. And again, I think that with, with Billick coming in this week, it, it's it's not coincidence that Billick was brought on at the start of the week, and this was laid all out there at the end of the week. Yeah. This is not a coincidence. Um, so I imagine at some point, again, this is, this is just me speculating, that Billick will have some say um, or advisement as to who the next offensive coordinator is for Arizona yep. He is an that offensive was- advisor after all. Yeah, that's true. It's his, his special job is a special job here at ASU. But again, we're getting ready to, to hop off here, but if you are just now joining us again, the big breaking news today, uh, several coaches, as far as the Sun Devil football program are concerned are no longer with the team, most notably offensive coordinator, Zach Hill. This all stemming from the NCAA investigation into the recruiting allegations. Uh, But that's what we've got right now. We'll have, I'm sure more developments by the time we've got our ASU crossover show at one o'clock. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned um, and hop on that podcast. Cause I'm sure we've got plenty more to talk about and we'll get a, uh, a U of a perspective Great. On, that, on, <laughs> on all the lovely ASU football news today, but Thank you guys so much again for tuning into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony underscore Totree. Shane, where can the people follow you?
1: At Shane Deef.
0: Thank you guys again, and we'll see you at one.
1: Peace.